Good morning, and thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack. The Scotty Six-Pack, the only podcast that's bringing you the top stories across all of Wisconsin sports. And today, we are being true to that all uh, by talking maybe a little bit off of the beaten path as we continue a return here from vacation, uh, despite the Brewers playing last night in the wild card round game one. We are recording this just before the game starts a little bit as the game is starting. Uh, but we had a really great opportunity to bring on an excellent guest onto the podcast to talk Wisconsin women's hockey. Uh, so I'm going to be bringing on Noah Clark to the show, who is uh, the newest play-by-play announcer for the Wisconsin Badgers women's hockey team. Uh, so thank you very much for agreeing to come on, Noah. Um, again, I, I kind of mentioned this to you before, but congrats on the new gig. I, I was really excited to see that, you know, someone I have been something of an online friend with uh, for a while has gotten it. Um, excited to listen to you on the call going forward. Uh, so that's Noah's gig. He also hosts a great show uh, covering the National Football League podcast called Snap the Pigskin uh, with another friend of the podcast, Sam Jamini. Uh, so, Noah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I've been an observer as well, long time, a uh, long time listener, first time guest on this show. So, uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, well, it's good. And I think we have a really good. Wisconsin women's hockey team to talk about something that um, we've been fortunate enough to say yeah. over the last number of years that the program has existed. Um, but this team is, of course, coming off of a national championship, a, a national championship that I I still am a little bit in shock that they won uh, because this was far from a guaranteed national championship they lost five games in a row at one point during the season. We're on tournament picture outside looking in and managed to rally and come back, make the tournament and then win the whole thing, which I thought was really exciting uh, without looking back in the past too much. Cause we want to focus on the season ahead. Uh, what are your kind of big takeaways coming off of that national championship run seven months ago now? Well, honestly, I'm in the same spot as you are. Like I, I was, I was, I couldn't believe that they won the national championship. Like even the fact that we're still in September, actually October. Now the fact that they won the national championship all the way back in March is insane. I mean, they were the first, like they were the first, like not top four seed team to do it, which is very impressive. Not only that they, also won a record seventh national championship, most by any women's hockey team in college history. Breaking Very, the tie with Minnesota. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. We we just absolutely despise Minnesota. But um, this team, I, I I was very impressed by the way that they were able to compose themselves in the postseason. They were able to have such a good deep run against some very tough competition. Uh, last year, especially in the, in the postseason, it was tough. I mean, they had to go up against Colgate, Minnesota and Ohio state. Those are like, they were the top three seeds there and they just kind of blew right by them. Uh, so really good stuff from the Badgers all around. Yeah. And that team now comes back with, you know, my, my take at the time was that that team was powered by a lot of really solid young 
talent. Um, they didn't have a huge goal scorer on that team. Uh, Britta Curl, Casey O'Brien each led the team with 19 goals apiece, which only not having a 20 goal scorer on a Mark Johnson squad, it was pretty unheard of for a number of years. Mark Johnson squads are typically led by at least one or two elite goal scorers. You think Daryl Watts, you think Sarah Nurse, Annie Pankowski, and Casey O'Brien took kind of a step back last season after scoring whatever it was, 20, 27 goals, more than 25 goals the year before. But you had great players stepping up late, players like Caroline Harvey, the rookie, now going to be a sophomore on the team. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some of those departures there, like a Casey O'Brien, um, a Britta Curl. What do you think are the biggest departures from this squad? We have a number of graduating seniors, pe- players who won uh, three national titles in their time at Wisconsin. What do you think the biggest impact loss off this roster is? Well, you look at it. I mean, first thing to note is Casey O'Brien and Britta Curl are both returning to this team. So that's huge uh, yep, for both huge. of them as well. Uh, so that's going to be big. They they have two really still incredible players on that team, two incredible leaders. I think the biggest loss for this group is going to be losing Sophie Shirley. You talk about a, you talk about a, a, a player who is fluent in the way that she was able to, to, to skate and be able to generate the offense. Uh, she was really kind of the 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 gears to make that thing work. And I, I think losing her, that's going to be a tough loss. I also think, too, you look um, the defensive side, Nicole LaMontia, losing that as well, that's going to be tough. But uh, because you look at Wisconsin's defense, Wisconsin's defense every year, uh, you look at their at, at that defensive at the defensive group. They're so they've always had such good experience. And you look at last year when they had La Montilla and Shayla Edwards back there, and then you drop Katie Kotlowski and Caroline Harvey back there. There was a lot of depth and a lot of experience and a lot of talent back there. So now she's gone and now it's just more of Shayla Edwards. Now they move Katie Kotlowski up to, to the forwards group. So it's, I'm, I'm really curious to see what this team is going to do because defensively uh, we're seeing this a lot in hockey as well. You need a lot more defensive scores and Wisconsin, I think is just finishing that run of uh, just solid defensive players. Uh, And now they're going into the defensive score category. So uh, those are probably going to be the two players. I think that they're going to lose. You, you said it perfectly on this Kedrick. I, I, I think last year, Wisconsin's team, they didn't really have a good goal score. They didn't have like a a person that could go out there and get them big plays. Um, This year though, I think they're going to have that with Caroline Harvey. So that'll be something to watch uh, as well. Yeah. And if you're, First of all, love my, my transition to that question was not great because obviously, yes, Britta Carl and Casey O'Brien coming back. Uh, uh, Britta taking that that fifth COVID year is fantastic. I think game. it's her sixth year. Is she six? It's her is she redshirted year? year. She she I think redshirted and then she had she went to the Olympics and then there was COVID oh, as well. So she's okay. back for her sixth year. On Got this it. Yeah, she did an Olympic camp, didn't she? That makes sense. And in um, case you're Brian, I think is a true senior this senior. year. Yeah, that's right. Um, that sounds right to me. But yeah, you're talking about defensive scoring, needing a go-to scorer. Uh, 
there's nobody on this team that fits that bill exactly more than Caroline Harvey. Maybe nobody in the country that fits that exact billing more than Caroline Harvey Yeah, uh, was the superstar addition to this team by the end of last season ended up scoring an overtime winner in the frozen four to beat Minnesota en route to a national championship um, with just an all-time Selly also um, <laughs> one of my favorite things from the run. Um, but she is the preseason conference player of the year. Um, what kind of overall impacts do you think that she can have and needs to have on this team if they're going to, you know, fulfill their goal of winning an eighth national champ- championship in program? Well, just seeing, you know, seeing her in a couple practices. I mean, she looks way better than last year. I mean, you, you talk about a person who was just coming into their own. You talk about a skater who was coming into her own. I mean, not many people really knew what Caroline Harvey was going to be until her first year, which she just blew up. And especially during that postseason, I mean, she was incredible. Um, this year though, it's, it's going to be, it, it's, I think what they're going to need from her is a lot more defensive, defensive play. Um, but they still need that scoring aspect to her. Um, I wouldn't say you need to expect a 20, 25 goals out of her, but enough to where you can keep this offense afloat. And if you need a goal, she can go get it for you. Uh, she's going to be very fun to watch. I mean, just, just watch her at practice. Uh, just watch her at practice the last couple weeks here. She's like, I mean, like the way the, the stick handling has got better. It, it's gotten way better than it was last year. And her speed and her I mean, she's gotten bigger too now in, in terms of size. Mm. So uh, this is going to be interesting. And that's another thing that Mark Johnson talked about. This team has like size. They are fast and they are big. Uh, so that, that's, I mean, that's, do you think, is there, you see. is there anybody on this team who looks like who's going to take on the size and shape of an Abby Rock, for example? Like, are we ever going to say, like, Abby Rock's mm. a very unique player in, in college hockey. That's but like, tough. Yeah. Right. Are, do you think we're, we're looking at anybody putting on that, that kind of size? Like uh, heavy rocks, just an awesome player, but yeah, I mean, that is tough. It, I honestly looking on this team, I don't see an, a, a person that could replicate what Abby rock could do. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. I don't it, know. It, which I mean, but it's, it's like you, you can't cause like this team is a lot different than what we saw a couple years ago now. They're a lot more of a faster, a little bit more bigger physical team. So when you Hmm. look at the teams in years past, it was more, it was more teamwork, your chemistry, you're moving the puck around, you're Mm -hmm. you're distributing it over. Yeah. This has always been a, a finesse team. Yes. Played through its forwards. Exactly. Tons of speed. They're going to kill you on the four check, but ultimately they're just going to out talent you with, with stick handling, let their defenders just, be defenders and not make mistakes. Exactly. And, and that's, that's what that team was. Now you switch from that and you're going to just, they got goal scores. Like they can go one-on-one in these situations and win in one-on-one situations. So, uh, yeah, but this team is going to be this team. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, man, this is going to be very fun with what Wisconsin is putting on the ice this year. They, I mean, they just look bigger. They look bigger. Look, I mean like, a different, more physical brand of a hockey. Like I'm all for, a change of pace. Like I, yeah. I watch a Mark Johnson team and I love it. Cause you see just win after win after win, 
But sometimes, you know, let's see if we can win a little bit of a different way. That's always fun too. Yeah. Um. So you you had you had mentioned you think Caroline Harvey can add, add a lot to this team. The goal scoring also mentioned uh before Sheila Edwards having significant uh, contributions on the defensive line. If we're talking about Caroline Harvey and her great combinations last year, also Shayla Edwards, younger sister, Layla Edwards, who Wisconsin fans may have had a chance to watch at Laban the year before she came in to Wisconsin at uh, that U18, U19 world championship as well. Uh, Layla Edwards, Caroline Harvey, great rookies, added a lot of you know offensive ability to this team this past year. We got a little bit of a preview in this in Wisconsin's first two games with a couple of wins over Lindenwood last weekend, which I love the tune-up series that just continues to come back and forth with Lindenwood, uh, mostly because <laughs> oh, yeah. mostly because they throttle I, them every year, every year, and it, it's just like I get it. Lindenwood's just in this unique position where they're isolated from all of the other hockey conferences except yeah. for the WCHA, but they don't really fit in the WCHA. So give them some home and home. Like I can't believe Wisconsin does home and home series with them, um, but it's great for that program. I also have a really good friend who I've known for a long time who is yeah. a Lindenwood alum. So I love being like, Oh, Hey, we scored a program record 16 goals against your team this weekend. <laughs> um, that's tough. And she is a, she is a hockey fan. She's a Blackhawks fan as well. So she kind of, let's go knows. Blackhawks. Um, yes, we are, um, excited to watch more and more, uh, Connor Bedard, hopefully playing, uh, meaningful hockey mm -hmm. soon. Can't wait for the preseason to be done, but it's been good. Yeah. Um, but in this Lindenwood series, we had a tune up that's 16 goal game. Uh, you had a rookie Cassie hall, uh, score four goals. Looks like she can be good. She obviously scored a couple of those in, in the third period, kind of in garbage time. Uh, but what, what else does this team look looking forward to as far as contributions from new players, new arrivals onto the roster? Uh, looks like Cassie Hall is going to be a big one, but who, who else might be there too? Well, alongside Cassie Hall, they still got, a, I mean, this is a very young team. Let, let's just, let's look at this team for what it is. You look at last year, very experienced team, a lot of like juniors, seniors, sixth year, fifth year players on this team. Now you switch that, you go from a younger team and they've got 13, if you look at it combined, 13 freshmen and sophomores on this group this year. That's a big number for a team that just won their seventh national championship. Uh, and they've got some, they've got some dogs on that team. They got some dogs on that team. Uh, Ava I mean, that was, you're right. That was an experience. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you going. <laughs> but, but they, they got some dogs on that team and, and, and you look at it this year. They look really, I mean, even though they're still young, they look really good player to watch uh, for Wisconsin freshman, Ava Murphy. Uh, she's, she was a fourth line defenseman last week against Lindenwood. She saw a, a, a little bit of ice time. She's actually also played at Lebon too in the world juniors than the U18 U19 world juniors at Lebon, And she won the gold medal there. So she's had a bit of experience playing at Lebon you know, for team Canada and she knows what it means to win there. Yeah. Uh, and that barn in, was in that during that tournament. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you were there, whatever that was two years ago now, but like I was there and that, that place was rocking during yeah. both those USA Canada games. And, and Laban's such a, that's, that's another thing. It's such a great atmosphere. It's, it's a very good atmosphere. Like it's a, it's not like too big, but not like mm -hmm. too small to have mm -hmm. those kind of events. Mm -hmm. So 
that's that's one I think that would be uh, someone to watch. Anna Wilgren, we're going to go a little bit more into the senior mm-hmm. category. Anna Wilgren, the transfer from Minnesota State, yeah. she's coming in. Uh, she's one of the starting defensemen this year that they picked up in the transfer portal. That's someone to look at. But, man, they, they, they've got – you look at this list like a freshman, and I think it's insane. They've from like – I mean, it's insane. From top to bottom, they have like all like four or five-star talent on this roster. And yeah. all of them could start, and all of them can immediately bring in production for this team. Do you think that um, Mike Hastings had anything to do with bringing Anna Wilgren on his team? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Everyone, everyone's coming from Minnesota State to come play in Madison. Doesn't There's matter what team you play. Slight for. chance, a very slight <laughs> chance that, that that could have happened, but you never know. But which. The men's hockey team gets started uh, playing this weekend as well, which will be very exciting to see the new era in Madison for the men's hockey team. Hopefully 75 doing years, something. 75 years for, for men's hockey this year. And I believe it was today. I saw a tweet from the program. Today is the anniversary, the 25th anniversary of the first game that team played at the Cole center as well. Yes. So yeah. um, big historic season for Wisconsin men's hockey. Um, so looking ahead to the conference season, WCHA, obviously the premier uh, conference in college hockey, some of the Eastern teams, teams, not necessarily conferences as a whole, but the teams in particular have kind of closed that gap. You've gotten, you know, obviously a few national championships from Clarkson over the, over the years. Colgate has looked really good, um, but the WCHA again in uh, the USCHO poll has four of the top six teams uh, coming into this year. What can we expect from, you know, what is again going to be a loaded WCHA? Who in this Wisconsin, Ohio State, Minnesota, Duluth pairing, uh, you think gives the biggest push uh, to to Wisconsin to take the mantle away from them as national champions and you know, who takes the mantle away from Ohio State, which all of a sudden over the last few years has started to run this conference. See, honestly, what you I was gonna say Ohio State, just because you look at they you look at what they've done, they're a transfer portal team. They they've yeah. you know, it, it's flat out. We, you know, even hearing it from from you know from certain coaches and certain players, it's a transfer portal team. Uh Ohio State, uh, I think will be one of the teams that could dethrone Wisconsin just because, you know. They've got some great talent on that squad. They didn't lose, you know, they don't lose many players and see it in like a significant decrease. Yeah. And I mean, even if you lose some, like, except for that game on March 19th, like they were wire to wire, really the best team in the country last year coming off of winning the title, the national title the year before. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting what Ohio State brings because I feel like they're they're pretty you know they're pretty ticked off about what happened last year in the national championship game. I mean they were the one seed, they were the one yeah. seed last year, and they and they lost in a shutout. You also have to keep in mind this was a team last year in Ohio State that had never that hadn't been shut out the entire season yeah. and the entire postseason until the last game of the year. So. I, you know, they're looking for some, they're looking for some revenge. I would very much watch out for Ohio state, Minnesota. I look out for the Gophers. I, 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 you know, I, they're always, I, I know that this is a Wisconsin sports show, 
but the Gophers, I feel like, are being slept on a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at when you look at Wisconsin winning a national championship and Ohio State, hey, where's the love for the Gophers? They have been, you know, so close to winning another national championship, and especially last year. I mean, they went to overtime to yeah. almost go back to the national championship game. So I, I'm watching out for the Gophers this year. You said it too, Kedrick. Minnesota Duluth, that's a scary one. Uh St. Cloud State last year. I don't know if she's still on there. Uh, Jojo Chobach, a transfer from Minnesota State last year, or not from Minnesota State, from uh, Minnesota Duluth. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she's going to be there. She was a phenomenal goaltender for the Bulldogs, and and last year uh, pitched a shutout uh, for Wisconsin and filled the bowl. So it, it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. because if she comes back, that team defensively gets better. So watch out for the Huskies. Uh, but yeah. I, honestly, I think Minnesota and Minnesota Duluth, I think are going to be the two teams that I think could surprise some people, especially the Gophers, because they keep getting slept on. And I feel like this year uh, they're going to make some noise once again. So my understanding of JoJo Chobach was she was a junior last season, so should she be was. returning to okay. St. Cloud this year, I believe so. So that team's gonna be scary. Um, yeah, you mentioned Yeah. And and you mentioned the Gophers. They haven't won a national title in seven years. More than that. No, because last yeah, seven years. The last one was 2016. So it's been it, a, long be been yeah, a long time. It is it has been <laughs> a long time. Their previous longest drought was seven years between 2005 uh, until they won it in 2012 so they are they are overdue it is now the longest drought in program history for minnesota um and i am sure brad frost and company over there would would like to would like to change that um so we got four of the top six in the country hanging out in the wcha um, one team not slipping into the top 15, the coaches poll for women's hockey, uh, does the top 15 for those who do not know, but receiving votes in the poll is Boston college who, uh, Wisconsin welcomes to Laban arena this, uh, this upcoming weekend for a two game series, Thursday and Friday, as Noah and I were saying before, uh, we started recording, this is Boston college's first time playing at Laban, their first series in Wisconsin since 2000 when they actually played at uh bob johnson ice arena over in middleton before laban arena even existed so uh quite a long time coming for boston college to come to madison you would think they would have played in the tournament at some point in time uh because two perennial tournament teams uh boston college may be a little bit down this year compared to compared to other years but still obviously a formidable opponent what are you what are you looking for what what do you come to expect for this Wisconsin team against Boston College? Uh, what are kind of the keys to the series coming up this weekend? Well, for Wisconsin going up against Boston College, this is a much more physical team. Uh, the Golden Eagles, I, I think, you know, have a little bit more of a physical aspect to them. And Wisconsin, this will be their the kind of their very first real test to showcase their size. You look at against Lindenwood, they showcase their speed and aggressiveness. 
they didn't really have to show they did with with it being such a high score too they didn't really have to showcase any of that physicality or trying to be a little bit more rough on teams this is a game that i think they're going to have to show it a little bit more against uh a team like boston college i think that's going to be one one thing the other thing i think is too is mark johnson uh against lindenwood we've seen him do this constantly in periods is Go aggressive right off the bat and just pressure teams to make that mistake early and then put their and then put your foot on the gas offensively uh to score. I I I could see him doing that again. I could see this Badger team coming into this game and in the first five minutes getting about 20, 25 shots on goal. Uh just simply because this team, you know has a lot of talent and they would love to showcase that speed and love to showcase that aggressiveness uh, against this golden Eagles team. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this series. I, when I saw it was announced, it, this was something I recognized right off the bat. This is a, this is an early test for yeah. a team that like you mentioned is young. Um, and although it's not going to, affect their ability to to win a conference title and probably not affect their ability to do their ultimate goal in winning a national title it's it's a big early test for a team which uh is good because the the opening three weekends of uh this this wcha season slate otherwise is maybe a little bit light um where they get three weekends of minnesota state bemidji state and st thomas after the fact um but then it will start heating up really in in november um let's let's kind of close here with this when we are looking back at this team at the end of the year um they close with home series close the regular season with back-to-back home series against minnesota and against ohio state those four games are probably going to tell a large part in the story of what this team does at the end of the year um when we're looking back at those games uh, and in the first few weeks of March after the WCHA final faceoff, what do you think we're saying about this team at the end of the year? Not so much. Let's throw out a prediction. They're going to win the national title. Yes. No, because who knows? Uh, what do you think the main takeaways from this season are going to be regardless of if they manage to win a national title again or not? Honestly, it's just stay the course. You look at last year with this Badger team. I mean, they had five straight, you know, they had five straight losses. Uh, and a lot of people saw this team as dead in the water at one point in, in, in the season. Um, but you look at how it ended for them. They rallied around. They got a good run in the postseason and they won the national championship. Uh, these are going to be two big series. I think definitely Ohio State, Minnesota. But I think the big thing from Wisconsin is stay the course play your type of game and you know no matter what happens you know go down swinging uh i do see this i will say this though i do see this team back in the frozen four uh national championship i think maybe not it's going to be a lot harder this year for wisconsin just because you look at it minnesota ohio state uh, have really beefed up. And then you look outside of it, Clarkson, Northeastern, some of those teams, Colgate mm-hmm. last year, uh, those teams, you know, are going to be beefing up to go up against uh, the defending national champions. And I just, I look at this Wisconsin team. I want to, I honestly want to root for them this year to, to win it. But I think 
the youth on this team, the inexperience on this team is going to get them. Uh, I see them losing in the, in the frozen four. And, and look, you mentioned talk, talking about, you know, Colgate Northeastern. I mentioned it before the, the East coast teams after being dominated by the Midwest teams for so long in, in this sport are starting to rise talent yes. in this game is just shooting through. The it's insane. It, it, it is. It is incredible. Um, and I think the, the Olympics and the way that some teams are beginning to, to play and actually compete with the USA and Canada Olympic teams are, are a testament to um, talent around the country um, is, is really growing here. Um, I wanted to ask one other question that I, that I forgot I had skipped off of my list. Um, Obviously, Cami Cronish is gone, starting goaltender. Uh, we saw a good chunk of Jane Gervais last season. Um, she is the only goaltender on this roster with any real experience this year. Um, but do you think we're going to get to see? I guess my question, not so much, are we going to see any of the you know freshmen or redshirt freshmen? Do you think that the next starting goaltender after the next couple of years of Jane Gervais? is in the program right now. It's possible. It's, it's very possible. I mean, just looking at last year, I, even after, you know, when Jane Gervais got hurt, let me go back to that. When Jane Gervais got hurt, they really just kind of rode Cammy Cronish for yeah. a few games and they didn't really go to the backup goalie, Chloe Baker, who was a red shirt freshman last year, uh, who was a freshman last year freshman, that red shirted. Yeah. But yeah, but, um, so this year now she's she's kind of in a goalie battle with Ava McNaughton behind Jane Gervais. She didn't get the start in the series against Lindenwood. Ava McNaughton did, and Ava McNaughton only gave up one goal. But you know everybody would say, well, you know, one goal that's that's a bit scary. But um, honestly, it's this is going to be a situation of wait and see because I don't believe in Chloe Baker because she didn't start last year, even when Jane Gervais went down over Cami Cronish. Uh, and Ava McNaughton played really well uh, in the Friday game against Lindenwood. Mm -hmm. But yeah, mm, it's, it's an interesting I, question. I don't know. I, don't yeah, know. I, I think it is one of the more interesting questions because post having some really elite goaltending on this yes. team, like really dating all the way back. To, I mean, it's kind of, you know, a, a, a history in this team, a tradition in this team, going back to Jesse Vetter and Renee Debian. Um, then Cami Cronish comes in, had had to you know carry a lot of that load last year, and it's not that that was guaranteed for her. Like mm -hmm. you're saying, surprising that we didn't see any Chloe Baker maybe telling us what the coaching staff thinks of her because that was Cami Cronish won a national title in her only year as a starting goaltender. Yeah. Uh, for this team. So uh, yeah, I think you're right. That does actually say a lot that we did not see any clip Baker last year. And I will also say this too. This is probably going to be the last year. We're going to see a really good Wisconsin defense. Just shut teams down. Mm. Uh, just, just because you look at last in the year, sense of just goal scoring or in the way that they can just suffocate opponents and not even let them get shots on goal. Just basically, yeah, what you said there, like okay. shots on goal. Like, just you look at it, they lose Nicole. Like I said, you, you lose Nicole Lamontia. That's a person who could really go in and, and shut down, you know, teams. Uh, you're going to lose Shayla Edwards next year. Mm -hmm. So you're really going to be 
tasking yourself with a person like Caroline Harvey, who's more of a goal scorer and not as much of a defense person. Um, so that's going to be very, that's going to be very interesting how that's going to play next year. But uh, Badger fans this year, just get ready to watch this defense, you know, suffocate teams. Uh, Cause it may be the last time we see this, especially in the new era of hockey where you're having more defensemen come out and score yeah. rather than sit back and play defense. Yeah. Well, should be really interesting. I'm looking forward to this upcoming season. Uh, always love, uh, being a Wisconsin fan, having such a well-rounded athletic department. Oh, yeah. Um, it is it is fun. There are teams to cheer for all year long. Uh, so again, Noah Clark, the newest play-by-play voice of the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, thank you again for joining the show. Anything you want to plug, anything you would like to tell the audience before we sign off here? I mean, just feel free to give us a uh, feel free to give us a listen at Snap the Pigskin. Uh, and also feel free to tune into Sam's hockey podcast too on Puckworms. Mm. Always got some good content on there. So yeah, I know he's loving. He seems to be enjoying talking about preseason hockey a little bit more than talking <laughs> about preseason football. <laughs> I mean, he he he's he doesn't care for the preseason as much uh, as most people would. Like as the hot as like the 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 football nut like myself i care a little bit about the preseason cuz it's like you get your little fix of football in you're pretty much set he just flat out does not care whatsoever so uh, yeah same goes for preseason hockey but, i mean yeah but but he's got bedard he's got I, that's bedard. right that's yeah, that's, that's the thing too point. now is he yeah. told me he said like if connor bedard gets drafted by the hawks i actually have to be invested in the chicago blackhawks this year that's for, what I, I was. I was watching Thursday night football this week, and I have a second screen on with a damn NHL preseason game. And I have <laughs> never watched preseason hockey in my entire life. And this is what it is doing to me. Uh, all right. Without having to get down the Connor Bedard train. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Noah, for joining the show. Thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, and we will talk to you all again tomorrow.